Hey, it's Velvet Owl once again, and today we're watching Porky's Pimpin' Peewee. Now, I'm not sure if this is a 20 years after the fact sequel, or a remake, or a reboot. Um, Peewee was one of the characters from the original Porky's, and the idea of him being Pimpin'. Uh, everyone, if you remember, if you ever seen the original Porky's, Peewee was the geeky kid. So let's get this started. Um, Seizure-inducing credits there. And we're starting out with a shower. And the kid's looking through a peephole. And let me pause because I think this is a remake of the classic scene in that classic first film in the series. Where Pee-wee... Actually, all the guys were looking through peepholes and seeing naked women in the shower because it was the girls locker room and I will take a moment to watch because I believe a yes there is there is no there's nudity but then the credits are like on top of them what the hell move move words move as I take a moment um because there's full frontal, which is good. Um, I hate when, you know, you get movies and they're in the shower and you don't get full frontal because who isn't completely naked in the shower? I mean, are you some sort of crazy Mormon, um, you know, like Mitt Romney or Mike Pence? I guess I could see them not being completely naked in the shower. More so because I don't want to picture them completely naked in the shower. But in addition to the full frontal nudity, they're having a towel fight. Which doesn't make sense to me. Now, when I was in high school, we didn't really have showers in our gym. So I don't know if this is common for women or men. I mean, I can understand the towel fight in the locker room itself. But... In the shower, where your towels are going to get wet, dust defeating the purpose of having the towel that's going to dry you off after you're done with the shower. That's not so wise to me. Now, as in the original, the women have discovered that... Okay, I gotta pause. So much going on. So the women have discovered that someone is peeping through the peephole... When suddenly, which I'm guessing this is Pee-wee. Um, and maybe this is a dream sequence because he just somehow like teleported into the shower itself. But he does not look like a high school kid. I don't know if it's the same actor from the original playing Pee-wee, but he looks to be about 40, 50 maybe. So I hope this is a dream sequence and they're not trying to sell me on the idea that He's a teenager kid. I mean, well, obviously it's a dream sequence because now the girls are giving him a bath. They're giving... Uh, and he's doing some breakdancing moves. I, I'm i not quite sure what I'm seeing, but I'm loving it. Titties. 
naked women, full frontal, while this geeky guy is doing breakdancing moves. I... Okay, this uh, first five minutes alone is the greatest film ever. And uh, apparently then, I think it's his mom he's seen in the shower. And she says, will you stop jerking off? And now he's back in reality. He's in his room underneath the sheets jerking off. And she's well aware of what he's doing. And apparently he's been home from college for two weeks. And all he's done is jerking off, which I can understand. Um, I was very much the same way in college. So, I don't know if this is supposed to be the same Pee-wee, and he's now moved on to college. Are we supposed to believe that, you know, 20 years after... I don't know, was it? Was he still in high school in Porky's 3? I don't care enough to find out, but... Now we're on the beach, and some girls are rubbing suntan lotion onto each other. He's meeting up with his friends. Even for a college kid, I mean, he he looks like he's pushing 50. And this movie is kind of pushing the limits of believability. Like, how much can I suspend my disbelief? With Pee Wee looking like he's pushing fifty, and his friends too. They they seem like at the very least late thirties. I mean, are they all college kids? Okay, so they're t- apparently he lost his girlfriend from. I'm guessing the girl he banged at the school bus in the first one. And the other kid, the other friends are telling him, you know, it's probably because he had a small penis, because she's all about blowjobs and anal. And you know what? I'm going to commend the film here because the guys were not making fun of him. They weren't laughing. They weren't like teasing him. They actually felt bad for him. And I think it's good that instead of, you know, making fun of small penises, they're just showing like, you know, this is a serious affliction. And you should not be teased because that's the way you were born. And since I brought up um, him banging that girl in the back of a school bus, when I was in sixth grade, my crazy teacher was trying to always force abstinence on us. And one of the things she's done, well, several things she's done, like showing us pictures of aborted fetuses. um, That was kind of really crossing the line, I think, but... One of the other things, like, we watched this video where this guy is talking about sexuality and how important it is to save yourself for marriage. And he brought up the movie Porky's and the ending scene where Pee-wee is having sex with the girl in the back of the bus. And the guy in the video tells us how it's unrealistic because they don't then show us the girl getting pregnant afterwards. Which just seems kind of weird, looking back on it now, of, you know, is that really the unrealistic part of Porky's? But I will say, my teacher's methods work, because I did not once have sex in the sixth grade. So, apparently his other friends haven't 
had sex in a while either. So, and his friends were the cool ones. So it looks like they're making a plan to have sex by going to Porky's. Which, if you remember from the first film, and really, why would you? Why doesn't... Did anyone really, like... If you were older than, like, 14, did anyone actually like Porky's? But anyways, Porky's is the strip club. And Tina Toppers is the main dancer tonight. Which is believable. I, I could believe that being a strip club stripper name. So they're all excited to go in. And I'm excited too. Because I'm guessing this is going to be one of those movies where the strippers show their boobs. Yes, right there. We got some boobs. That's another one of my um, annoyances is when... Movies take place in strip clubs, and the women aren't naked. Like, isn't the whole point of going to a strip club to see the women naked? How do these movies stay in... How do these strip clubs stay in business when there's no nudity... There's glory... I'm... Oh my god, I'm freaked out. This uh, big, fat hick guy... He just stuck his dick into a glory hole. And on the other side of a glory hole, which generally, you know, you always have to assume that on the other side of a glory hole is a guy. But I was not expecting a guy wearing a gas mask. Which I guess is why you don't see what's on the other side of the glory hole. I've never once stuck my dick in a glory hole. And this right there... Seals it for me that I will never stick a dick in a glory hole. Because I'm afraid the guy on the other side is wearing a gas mask. And I don't know why that scares me, but it does. Maybe there's something dangerous in Porky's that behind the walls, you know, maybe there's just like a lot of asbestos. So they have to wear gas masks so that the employees don't get sick. Could be. I think it's reasonable. Now, this girl who kind of sort of looks like second Becky from Roseanne, um, you know, the one that went on to be in Scrubs, and she's Porky's daughter, which, um, if you don't remember either, Porky is the big fat guy who owns the strip club Porky's. So, you know, when I first went to watch Porky's, I assumed Porky was like the main character. I thought maybe like, okay, one of the kids has a nickname Porky but you know none of the main like high schoolers were fat which was weird until I found out that Porky is the owner of the strip club so Porky is in fact the bad guy so it's one of those movies that's named after the bad guy and so Porky uh, seems kind of upset that it looks like his business isn't doing very well. Um, I don't know. I've never been in the strip club business, but I always assumed like it'd be a fairly easy um, industry to just pay off your local government for the zoning and ordinance so that they'd allow your strip club. Hire some women that are willing to dance and take off their tops, and profit. I mean, 
Isn't that all there is to it? Like, So now a bunch of strippers are lined up, and I think... Are they actually also prostitutes? Because one of them suggested her doing ATM, which I'm guessing they're referring to ass to mouth. Which was kind of weird to, you know, ask a stripper, like, even if she's just doing a lap dance, to do ass to mouth. So, but our heroes, um, Pee Wee and his two friends, you know, they're looking out. Um, one of the choices is a double team, apparently. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're offering blowjobs. So, this is... Uh, I guess this is one of those strip clubs where there is sex in the champagne room. Now, slightly taller cool friend, he's not gonna partake because he says his dad's cleaning lady just blew him the other day. Now, Porky comes out and he's asking for money. $250 each for an hour. Except for Pee Wee. Pee Wee's being charged $750. Not sure why, but Pee Wee's got the money. I don't know what the going rates really are as far as getting a blowjob from strippers. But I don't know. Seven. Okay, I think. Uh, Got a little screwed up there with my recording technology. So, Pee-wee's being charged $750 for getting a blowjob from a stripper. Or maybe he gets both of them, because he did ask for the double pair. So he's going to get double teamed. But I don't know uh, what the going rate is for sex in the champagne room if you're at a strip club that's that you're lucky enough to be getting sex in the champagne room. And I don't know what the going rate is for blowjobs from hookers either. Um, but they just told him not to get cum in his eyes. Which might be sound a little ridiculous, but let me tell you. You do not want to get cum in your eyes. It's just bad. I mean, I imagine it's bad enough from someone else. Um, I've never understood like really the whole facial thing. That whole, like, subgenre. But getting your own cum in your eyes, that's just the worst. So, Pee-wee's praying while... Why are you bothering praying? These two women are on the bed, getting naked, going at it. Um, okay, I mean, he is praying that he'll be able to last longer. Which, I understand, you know... 750 for an hour but they just pushed him off the bed and now we cut to Porky who's laughing hysterically maniacally cuz he knows that Pee-wee's not going to actually get any and so Porky's daughter is going to sit down at the bar next to um slightly taller cool friend I wish I had gotten his name, but slightly taller, cooler best friend, and 
slightly small, slightly smaller, slightly less taller. Yeah, that's that's what they're gonna be. Slightly taller, cool fr best friend, and slightly less taller, cooler best friend. And so now we're back to the back room where Pee Wee's watching these two girls just get it on. And he's kind of upset because he's not getting any, but, I mean, you're watching two girls get it on. I'm, I think that's quite... And now, slightly less taller, cooler best friend. Uh, he's in a different room with a different stripper. And, you know what, I take it back. Usually, I'm all about nudity in films, but... This is kind of just unsexy. She's a... Apparently she's a log splitter. And she's going to... Measure his dick. But instead of using a ruler, she's using one of those things from... That measure your feet for shoes. Which I don't know, like, how accurate, but... She says no. Uh, I'm guessing because he's too big. She she is kind of tiny. She's a petite little thing. Back to slightly taller, cooler best friend. He's talking it up with Porky's daughter. Should I call her Porky's Junior? Um, I would like to call her Porky's Junior, but that might just confuse people and start thinking that suddenly... Porky's has a son, and Porky might have a son. Pee-wee's still just not getting any. I don't know. Maybe this film has started off with too much nudity that it's kind of just jaded me already. Uh, Pee-wee's going through their purse, or at least one of their purse, and there's a speculum and some anal beads that apparently haven't been washed because they smell really bad. And then um, a dildo on a power drill. That might be a little too excessive. Now, slightly less taller, cool best friend. He's still trying to get laid, but she's just not having it. As she lets him know, she's not a sock pocket. Sock, sock puppet. But she's going to peel the banana and make it cry. Which is a terminology I've never heard before. As a compromise, she is going to give him a blowjob as long as she doesn't have to deep throw it. Throw it it. Um, but now she... Now she's fully taken the covers off of it and has seen it. She's fallen in love with it. And that was kind of an interesting camera shot. It, I'm guessing it was from the penis's point of view, which I think probably just ranks up there with Iguana Cam from Bad Lieutenant, the second one with Nicolas Cage. Because you just... The camera's looking up at her, and you just see her mouth, and it's just covering the camera. And normally I'm not about artistic-type shots in these films, but that was a beautiful artistic camera shot. 
maybe I'm just not in the right frame of mind today, but somehow this film is just making strippers feel boring. Naked strippers at that. Like, those movies at the strip clubs where women don't take their clothes off, like, yeah, it makes sense why they're boring. But this one is showing, like, titties. And somehow this is just... But, um... Looks like slightly taller, cooler best friend is getting along with Porky's daughter. And he's inviting her to a party. And she says, maybe. She gave him his number. He's in, my friend. You're in like Flynn. You are in. Now, back to the uh, Pee-wee trying to get it on with the two women who somehow haven't progressed any. Like, they've been, like, making out this whole time, but they haven't, like, taken their underwear off. And now Pee-wee whips it out because he's going to take care of himself, which just makes the women laugh a little hysterically at him and oh you know not a lot of films not a lot of non-porn films will go for the cum shot this film went for the cum shot and it just splooged right in her eye which again and you know they even warned earlier to not get it in the eyes because just oh and then slightly less taller cool their friend, like, you know, he was getting the blowjob, but then she, he pushed her head down because he wanted to get more of it into her mouth. But it being like humongous was too much, activated her gag reflex, and she just threw up all over him. So, on the one hand, we're getting splooge all over the place. On the other hand, we're just blowing chunks all over the place. Just a lot of blowing, I guess, is what I'm going for here. Now, Porky is very mad at Porky's daughter. Because she's trying to tell him how to run the business. Which, you know, I'm guessing she has ideas. Which, I don't know what kind of ideas you need to run a strip club. I don't even know how his strip club is losing money. Aside from the fact that somehow all these strippers are really boring... But now, all the strippers from the champagne room, they're very mad about Pee-wee and slightly less taller, cooler best friend. And the petite little girl is still throwing up a lot. Um, All over Porky's shoes, which are apparently made from the foreskin of a rhinoceros. I'm going to look into that. So after a quick Google search, there's an episode of Mozart in the Jungle called Nothing Resonates Like a Rhinoceros Foreskin. I don't know. Maybe there really is something to rhinoceros foreskins. Like, I guess that's really a thing or something. But, you know, Porky is kicking all of them out. And, you know, from what I remember... Like, Porky had a problem with these guys in the first movie, and they destroyed his strip club, 
And maybe that's why, you know, his business isn't doing very well is that he had to rebuild it from beginning. But I would imagine if I ran a strip club and three guys ruined it, their picture would be on the wall. Do not allow in ever. Uh, but I guess that's probably the state of his of Porky's right now that he can't afford to turn away guys that just destroy the strip club. And so now, um, Tina, Tina Toppers, is coming into the office to talk to Porky. And apparently he's making her perform too much. And she can't keep the same level of quality of her stripping up. So... Sorry, I was taking some minutes to try to soak in what's going on in this argument. She's very mad about, I guess, the rates. And he's telling her, you know, all he has, all she has to do is lay down there. So now I'm confused. Is Porky's a strip club or a whorehouse? Because Tina Toppers apparently is having sex for money. As did these other girls. Um, which I'm pretty sure is not normal for strip clubs. Or maybe they are. Honestly, I've only ever been to one strip club in my life. There was no sex in the champagne room. As far as I know, I did not go to the champagne room. Uh, so now Pee Wee and his cooler best friends are going somewhere and... They almost made Pee-wee shart, which is a danger of having cool or best friends, is that they will try to squeeze you and make you shart. So now, I think this is Pee-wee's house, and they're just farting all over the place because just no respect, man. No respect. Or maybe it was Pee-wee farting, which still, no respect, even though he went to the bathroom. So... Slightly taller, cooler best friend has just called Porky's daughter. She's running on the beach. Because that's how these girls roll. And so, um, he's, he's inviting her to the party again. And she says, yes, she's going to go to the party. And, you know, she's going to bring some friends. So... This is exciting. Things are going good for slightly taller, cooler, older best friend. Is he older? We'll go with that. I'm just throwing that in now. So, but I think this is not their house. It's someone's rich friend's house. And they're just kind of getting settled in, um... Slightly less taller best friend is pretending to hump a stuffed dog. Oh, it's Pee-wee's uncle's house. Okay, and he's very upset that, you know, cooler best friends are just kind of fucking around with things and tossing antique vases all over the place. So, 
I'm guessing this is setting up that, you know, they can't destroy the things because these are valuable and priceless and irreplaceable, which means that, yes, everything is going to get destroyed during the party. Now, Pee-wee doesn't like that they invited a hooker, which I'm guessing he's referring to Porky's daughter, which... I mean, we have no evidence that Porky's daughter is a hooker. She's just works there, maybe, kind of. So Porky's daughter is talking to her friend, and, you know, they're talking about going to the party. And her friend is kind of wary about going to a party that, you know, is from someone she met at Porky's butt. You know, she's going to give a try. Now, Tina's getting a call from Porky's daughter, and I think she's getting invited to the party. But Tina has to work. And Porky's daughter is tell telling her, you know, fuck him, take the day off, come to the party. So, and it looks like Tina's gonna go to the party, and already it's party time, as we know, because a flashing graphic said party time. Even though technically it's not party time. Oh no, it is party time. The party has started already. Pee-wee has put caution tape all over the room full of his uncle's antiques and valuable stuff so that no one will go in there. I'm guessing someone will go in there and trash the entire place. But there's a lot of people. I did not think they had this many friends. In fact, it makes me wonder why they needed Porky's daughter to invite friends i was thinking they wanted her to invite friends so that there would actually be people but no it's actually a pretty hopping party full of generic college kids and now we're back at porky's and they're taking down the reservation list for tina i'm guessing tina toppers and she's got uh, car wires, so um, she's going to probably hook someone's nipples up to a car battery, as they do. But apparently she has to leave. Now we're back to the party, and boobies. This is a kicking party, because women have taken their boobs out, and... Honestly, I didn't think these guys were that cool in order to get this many people and not just this many people that are pouring beer. This is like a fucking beer commercial. Remember those old beer commercials? I don't think they do them anymore. But it's like an old beer commercial just with some titties out and just... But Pee-wee is not um, enjoying the party because he's guarding the room full of antique vases while there's girls on trampolines and toilet paper all over the place and there's just so much going on <clears throat> just full of also suggestive imagery with pouring the beer and suntan lotion and all over and yeah I... why didn't they invite me to this party I would have a good time at this party. You know, I'm learning something about myself today. 
Random gratuitous nudity just doesn't really do it for me anymore. It has to be gratuitous nudity from a character that I feel invested in, that I really care about. Like, if Porky's daughter just throws her top off, you know, I think I'll be down for that. But these uh, random party-goers, I just, I can't get into it. I never thought I'd see that day. Or this movie can just be presenting gratuitous nudity in a very, very boring way. Either one's possible. So Pee-wee's uh, just dropped a bunch of sex toys onto a table because I guess they've just been laying around. And, you know, I've forgotten if this is slightly taller cool friend or slightly less taller cool friend. I think it's slightly less taller cool friend. Who's trying to make it with some girls and Pee-wee's just interrupting, cock-blocking him. So he's going to send him away towards other chicks. Now Pee-wee's going over to these women and um, it's Porky's daughter just hanging out in the pool. and So I don't know, is Pee-wee going to try to make the moves on her? She told him to get into the pool so, you know, he's jumping in, cannonball... And everyone's cheering some more. And Porky's daughter took her top off. All right. Like I said, it has to be a character I'm invested in. And I do like Porky's daughter because she's just, you know, trying to help the family business. And, you know, God bless her for that. Maybe this isn't Porky's daughter. Because I think Por Porky's daughter was going to hook up with a uh, slightly taller cool best friend but now this girl is gonna make out with peewee or you know i mean if she's trying to help the family business maybe she just is all about charity work and charity contains giving peewee a blowjob because she just went under the water which i don't know the logistics of that now, granted, I'm not the kind of person to give a blowjob in the first place. I'm, if you're for that, like, that's cool. But even if you are into giving blowjobs, doing one underwater, like, how do you breathe? And, oh, actually, it wasn't actually giving her him a blowjob. They sucked. They attached the pool suction thing to his dick. So, you know, this probably isn't Porky's daughter. And if it was Porky's daughter, then I've completely lost all respect for her. I find myself in a quandary now. Because now I'm going to have to take back the earlier enthusiasm I had for the boobs. Because if it's Porky's daughter... I just lost all respect for her. And if it wasn't Porky's daughter, then it was a character I wasn't invested in to begin with. So, you know, either way, I have to take back that enthusiasm for boobs. And that just makes me really sad. Like, and what the hell is wrong with me? Am I maturing as a person that not only am I not showing enthusiasm for most of the boobs in this film, I'm actually taking back enthusiasm just because I no longer respect 
the boobs that were shown. And so now we're back to Porky's, the strip club. And Porky's walking around. There's a stripper and, like, two people. Um, well, I mean, I guess if this is midday, like, the lunchtime crowd is not very high for strip clubs. Maybe they should get a lunch buffet. You know, I never really understood the whole having a buffet at a strip club. Like, how did that idea come about? Did someone just go there and be like, you know, all these titties are making me hungry. Which, I mean, I guess just a primordial part of your brain from when you're a baby and boobs were, you know, nourishment and sustenance. Now, slightly... I'm guessing this is slightly less taller cool friend because they're making a whole thing about his giant dick. So, you know, a very fancy looking librarian type woman was feeling him up and now we're cutting back to a par the party inside the house. And you know, I wish in movies like this the characters would keep the same clothes throughout the whole thing so I can keep track of who's who. Because these are very generic people, like Pee-wee. Pee-wee is Pee-wee, you know? He's like a scrawny little ginger kid, and he's mad because he's having to clean up this party, which is apparently still going on crazy. It's nighttime now, and there's toilet paper just thrown all over the place, which shows you this is pre-COVID, because after the pandemic, wasting toilet paper was no joke, you know? Back then, we were just like, oh, toilet paper. This thing grows on trees, so we're going to throw them on trees. Yeah, that's, that's not like one of my best jokes. But does this movie really deserve my best jokes? And now Pee-wee's having a nice heart-to-heart -heart with this very lovely-looking brunette girl who seems very nice. And he's very upset because... He feels like he's letting his rich, rich dentist uncle down by letting his house get trashed. <laughs> and oh, he was about to go in for a kiss while some jackass in a bicycle just drove by and ruined the moment. You know, it feels like life is just cock-blocking, Pee-wee. And so, I mean, I assume the title of this film, Pimpin' Pee-wee, is supposed to then be ironic because he's not very pimpin'. Except for right now, because now he's back inside the house in the off-limits room and showing it to the brunette. And, you know, I think he might get lucky. And, you know, I hope so. Because he deserves it. All the shit he has to go through. And, you know, I mean, he got his dick in the vacuum pool sucker thing. You know, that's just... And, okay, the brunette's making a move on him, but... He's worried because he doesn't want to, you know, knock over the valuable vases. And, oh, 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 classic comedy. He went for the move. Everything just fell over. Everything's broken. And he passed out and the brunette left. 
which was a shame. I I was hoping she would take her top off because she was so nice. I could respect her boobs. And that's the difference between her and like half the other women in this film. And it's not like a judgment thing, except it is a judgment thing because all the other women that have shown their boobs have just been awful, awful people. And I can only respect nice people. And I'm coming to the realization that I only want to see the boobs of nice people. And so now, Big Dick's slightly less taller. It's the next morning, and everyone's passed out to set the scene. And slightly less Big Dick of Majig guy is on the couch with someone. And now, um, was slightly less taller the one with the big dick or was slightly taller? Man, I don't know. But, like, the two friends are going, looking around for Pee-wee. And they found Pee-wee. He's passed out on the couch with a sign that reads, I heart cock on his head and a giant dildo in his head, hand. And now he's realizing what's gone on, and he's very upset. He's crying over all the broken vases, and his friends just want to go get beer. And, okay, so I think it was Porky's daughter that played the cruel prank on him, which is just... I can't believe it. I liked Porky's daughter. And now just she's she's a bitch. That's all I can say. But the brunette girl is still there and she's comforting Pee-wee and she's helping to clean up, which I respect her. Brunette is my favorite character in this film. Although Porky's daughter is um, offering to help to find a way to replace everything. So, at least she's going to make amends. Which I guess, like, you know, she is rich being Pee-wee, or Porky's daughter. I guess. I don't know, because wasn't Porky's club, like, in financial ruin? So where is she getting the money? Or am I just imagining that it's in financial ruin? Which is also... It's the strip club whorehouse, and so, you know, the two the two uh, best friends, I think, have come. And, oh, my God, there's the gas mask guy again on the other side of a wall. He just, he frightens me. And now that we've seen him twice, I think he's going to play a part, at least in, like, the climax of the movie. Which is probably going to involve someone climaxing. So Porky's daughter is talking to Porky about something. There's reservations and... Oh, wait, no, that's not Porky's daughter. That's, uh... What's her name? Tina. Tina Toppers. And she's very upset about having to do, like, her clients. Now, Porky's daughter and... Kind brunette 
have come up with a plan to help save or help raise the money to get everything cleaned up and fixed. So what is this plan? Okay, so according to Parky's daughter, guys would pay a lot of money to party at the house with girls. Huh. Interesting plan. I mean, I guess it could work. Would guys really pay money? I mean, it is a nice house. Like, it's a nice, like, place. I think, I mean, if we're seeing, like, the party that was out of control the previous night. um, I guess they're kind of also making it a whorehouse somewhat. At least Pee Wee claims it is. So he's very concerned because Porky will hate people coming in on... Or cutting in on his business. And you know what? Now the title of the film makes sense. Pimp and Pee-wee. Pee-wee is going to be a fucking pimp. Because he's turning his uncle's house into a whorehouse. Actually, this is a brilliant plan. That could only work in a stupid movie like this. But, I mean, you know, it's Porky's daughter, so... She should know how to run the business. I guess she's probably going to give the plan, the business plans that she was trying to get Porky to instill. Uh, they've got a slideshow explaining how um, people will make money. Had a drawing of a penis and dollar signs coming out of the penis. Which... Um, I guess it's the type of thing they teach you in business school, right? That's how you got your MBA. So they're coming up with plans and ideas. Uh, they figure they need to get porn stars. Which, okay, you know, the more they talk about this plan, like, it does seem, like, feasible. And so... Okay, they need to find a porn star. Porky's daughter says she knows one, so I'm guessing it's going to be Tina Toppers. She's going to steal the business from her dad. And... Ah, she's got a good workaround of it being a whorehouse. Because prostitution being illegal. They're going to put webcams in every room. So that they could claim they're making porn. That is a good workaround on the prostitution. You know, that's a good idea. You know, real pimps and whores out there, why don't you come up with that idea? Just record all the sexual activity and then... Although I guess, you know, in order for that to work, then you would have to pay the guy as well. So... Maybe not the best plan, but this is a movie. So we're going to overlook that fact. So they're installing the webcams, which um, will be a gross violation of privacy if they don't get the guy's consent beforehand. Um, which is one of those things like Revenge of the Nerds really did not age well. As a teen, I really liked 
you know, the whole idea of just installing cameras and watching the chicks while they're sleeping naked. But, you know, it's a violation of their privacy. And as I grow older, you know, I want to see naked women that want to be naked, that want me to see them naked. So now Porky's daughter and sweet brunette are on the beach talking and sweet brunette just, she really likes Pee-wee and you know, that's why she has become my favorite character in this film. She's just got a genuine heart. Now they're auditioning people. This woman has a sex slave and talking about how they're into golden showers and now there's a old woman pretending to be a schoolgirl. And just a barrage of different type of women. A little fat shaming there on the heavy set woman. Oh, twins. You know, you can double charge on that, right? Crossdresser. Um, not as, you know, offensive as I would have expected this whole audition scene to go. Oh, this one girl uh, can shoot ping pong balls out of her hoo-ha. And a soccer ball. Okay. Now that is a talent. So there's just a lot of planning. Okay, they've gotten 11 girls. Um, you know, I'm just gonna take a break because this whole, like, planning side is kind of boring. You know, I, I guess that's, like, the downside to trying to run a whorehouse is that you do have to have the whole business aspect of it down. So we're gonna skip that. Okay, apparently there was only like 10 seconds left in that business plan montage. So, Tina Toppers has come back to Porky's and she's been signed up to bang 22 guys on this day. And she's very upset because that doesn't give her a lot of time to give the guys a good experience. And, you know, Porky's all about quantity, not quality. Which, you know what? I I will commend the film for not taking the easy joke there. Because, I mean, if it isn't obvious, Porky is a heavyset guy. So, like, I would have thought they'd go with an easy joke of, like, when he says quantity, not quality, some thing of her poking his belly and saying, yeah, that's obvious. But she just quit. Because she's about quality over quantity. Now we're at Pee-wee's house and real long line of guys. They're, uh, you know, this whorehouse business has uh, just really taken off. I wonder how long this has been since they got, like, the first idea. Because it seems like they've gotten it together really quick and gotten a large clientele pretty quick. And... I'm wondering, when is Pee-wee's uncle 
coming back home. Because, I mean, they cleaned up the house already. Very nice. Hopefully they uh, are going to keep rules with these guys not being able to trash the house. Which I guess now that it's a whorehouse, they won't trash it. And now Tina Toppers has shown up at the house. Slightly less taller guy is working security, apparently. Or maybe he's slightly taller. Cool friend. You know, I can't tell if they're when they're not standing next to each other who's slightly taller and who's slightly less taller. Because they both kind of have the same face. But Tina Toppers is already dressed for work, apparently. Which I guess, I mean, if she came straight from Porky's, she would have already been dressed in her lingerie. Now we're back to Porky's, and Porky's very mad because Tina Toppers is no longer there. Now we're back to Pee-wee's house. Pee-wee's playhouse! Ha ha ha. I mean, obviously they couldn't go with that for um, obvious copyright reasons. I'm surprised they didn't make some sort of joke like, hey, it could be your playhouse. No, it's Pee-wee's whorehouse. So, they're taking peeks into some of the clientele and their kinky, kinky fetishes. And, you know what, this is just rather, this is a boring whorehouse. I'll just come out and say it. So, we're back to Pee-wee and Nice Brunette, which I'm glad. Um, so, I just, I really like her. And she's asking why he's called Pee-wee. Which, um... He's not telling her the truth that it's about his, uh... Little Pee-wee-wee-wee. He, he just claims it's because he's short. I mean... You might as well just tell her, dude. Because if... If it's gonna happen, she's gonna see it, and... Honestly, she's really nice and kind... So I don't think she's going to mind. I I don't think she's a size queen. I hope she's not a size queen because then that means I can't like any single character in this film. Because just everyone's been horrible except for... I mean, Pee-wee's not too bad and Nice Brunette has just... She's been very kind-hearted. Okay, now two topless women are covering a guy in saran wrap and... Normally, I'd, I'd get excited about that, but again, this movie has somehow, like, really, really tainted gratuitous nudity for me. It's even tainted wrapping guys in saran wrap, oddly enough. Of course, that was only, like, 15 seconds. See, had I gotten to know the characters, had I gotten to know that guy beforehand, then I guess I would really, like understand his motivation and could really invest myself into him being wrapped in saran wrap. And so now we're cut to the end of the night and they're watching the video footage because they can. I don't know. I 
Oh, actually, I guess it's still going on. They're watching live because slightly taller guy, or slight, no, I think it's slightly less taller, cool guy, has decided to run over to where all the, oh, ran to where all the women was, and he talked about his baloney pony, and he just whipped it out, and we're getting to see the baloney pony just flapping around there. I mean, it's obviously fake. It's Marky Mark's dick from Boogie Nights. But was not really expecting that. But back to my previous point, which it scared off the women, by the way, so no one rode the baloney pony. But... Okay, I've got to pause because there's so much going on. I just wanted to, though, mention that I still don't know if the people having sex know that the cameras are in the rooms taping them. I hope that at least the women know. Because that would just be all sorts of fuck up. But anyways, Pee Wee is drunk and talking about a small penis. And he's just giving all sorts of nicknames like... Saying he has a doorbell and he's got an innie yogurt slinger, which I haven't heard that term before, but, um, yeah. I'm just, what is a yogurt slinger? Like, does it mean, like, one of those little yogurt cups? A yo- uh, one of those gogurt tubes, maybe? I'm just... I... Hold on, I am going to look that up. Okay, rewinding it, he said a midget yogurt slinger. Um, Because apparently yogurt slinger is just slang for a dick. Which I'm guessing, you know, the semen is supposed to be the yogurt. Um, Yeah, I've never heard that term before. And I probably will never use that term, but... Um... But, you know, Pee-wee's friends are trying to cheer him up and let him know that nice brunette would be willing to let him fart on her belly button. Which I've... I've never done. I've never heard that someone... I'm sure that's a fetish that's out there. I could probably go to Pornhub, just type in fart on belly button, and there probably is, like... 20,000 videos of it. But, I mean, at least his friends are trying to cheer him up. While they're watching women on the webcam that may or may not know what's going on. It just feels creepy the way, like, that scene in Revenge of the Nerds just feels creepy. Where they're watching, like... I'm just going to tell myself that at least the women know it's going on. I I can pretend that, unlike Revenge of the Nerds. Um, But now Pee-wee's gone into one of these rooms where they have two women. And they're wrestling. And his friends are watching it all go down on camera. I mean, at least Pee-wee knows he's on camera. So it's not too... And it just didn't happen for Pee-wee. He did not 
score with the two women. Now Pee-wee's crying because he didn't get laid in his own whorehouse. Which, I don't know, I mean, he just has to make the moves on kind-hearted brunette. Which I think will happen by the end of the film. I mean, at the end of the first Porky's, he got to have sex in a school bus that did not show the girl getting pregnant as the weird video that I watched in sixth grade told me. And I bet that same guy will get very upset about this film. Sorry for the super long pause. My mind completely blanked out there. There wasn't even any nudity where when I blanked out. I think maybe just that thought of that video my sixth grade teacher made me watch. Just, it's kind of traumatic. But so, you know, I guess they've made a lot of money and they're getting reservations for more people tonight. And, I mean, things have gone well and everyone seems to be in a good mood. Except for Pee-wee. Who just... He doesn't seem too keen on doing another night of the whorehouse, but... He's willing to do it because, you know, they need the money for... To replace the antique vases. Which now that I think about it, like... If they're antique vases, like... Is it that simple to just then find... Like, these exact same ones? Like, you know, I mean, I don't know if they're, like, one-of-a-kind irreplaceable vases. Or if they're, like, antique just because they're old, but they were mass-marketed in Kmart's. So, yeah, it's the next night, blah, blah, blah. That's a good line there, though, because they're ta- they're talking to, um, well, it's Porky's daughter and slightly less taller, cool friend are talking to kind-hearted brunette, and they asked if her and Pee Wee bumped uglies, and she said no, and it's not that ugly, which you know I've always hated the phrase bumping uglies because, well, okay, my penis is ugly. Because all penises are, but... You know, the women's parts... They're not ugly. They're very pretty. Now we're getting, like, a montage of some crazy, kinky sex. Uh, one girl's being turned into a pizza. No, seriously, like, he's rubbing, like, pizza sauce and putting pepperonis on her. And the guy kind of looks like Gallagher. So, I don't care. I'm considering it a Gallagher cameo. Because Gallagher probably would be into wanting to make his women into pizzas. So, next day, and they're counting the money. They got fat stacks of cash. And, wow, they 
They got eleven grand last night alone. So yeah, if they keep that up, they should be able to replace these vases. I don't know. I don't know how much these vases cost, but now we're cutting back to Porky, who's playing pool, and they did not do a very, they did not have a very good night. So I'm guessing it's gonna just come down to Porky trying to destroy Pee Wee's whorehouse. I like Pee. I like that Pee Wee's whorehouse. That should have been the actual name of the film. I mean, I guess Pimp and Pee Wee is probably just classier. And. I mean, you'd think maybe, like, they're worried Whorehouse, you can't have that title on a film. But keep in mind, there is the best little whorehouse in Texas. And that movie's rated, like, PG. Which is just weird. Because I think it was before PG 13 was created. But you think, like, and I've never seen it, but I imagine it takes place in a whorehouse. And not just any whorehouse, the best whorehouse. At least the best whorehouse in Texas. And that still only garnered a PG rating. So what I'm saying is Pee-wee's Whorehouse. That title was on the table. Big fail. Epic fail for not going with Pee-wee's Whorehouse. So now Pee-wee's on the beach with kind-hearted brunette. And apparently she did find the vases. So I don't know how much money it's going to take, but, you know, it's going to be over 11 grand, I guess. But he's very grateful to her, and they're moving in. They're about to kiss, and oh, Poor Pee-wee! He just cannot catch a break because a seagull just shit on his face. Well, really more on his head, but it dribbled down his face. You know, even the seagulls are fucking cock-blocking Pee-wee. Now, Pee-wee's running back because his friends want to see him. So now we're getting some time on the beach between kind-hearted brunette and Porky's daughter. And they're having heart-to-heart, and kind-hearted brunette is saying, you know, that it was really only started because Porky's hour is trying to get back at Porky. Which, you know, the she's really the only character I like, um, kind-hearted brunette. And I've changed my earlier stance. I actually do not want to see her naked. Because... In a way, it'll, it'll just kind of spoil it. She's too kind-hearted. Um, so... I mean, yeah, if she shows her boobs, it's still gonna be great. But I will not be upset if she doesn't. I'm just throwing it out there. I... I don't know if I've ever uttered that phrase before. I wouldn't be upset if she didn't show her boobs. First time for everything. So we're now back to Pee-wee's Pork... Pee- I was going to call it Pee-wee's Pork House. Which, hell, that could be a good name, too. Pee-wee's Pork House. I don't know, let's take a vote on that. Pee-wee's Whorehouse or Pee-wee's Pork House? 
Either way, still epic fail on the film not to take one of those titles. So now we're cutting back to Porky's. And it's completely dead. But they've got the address. So Porky's loading up his gun. And I don't he's got a bouncer with him. I don't know if the bouncer's coming along too. I'm guessing it looks like the the bouncer's got a bat. So Porky and the bouncer, they're heading over to stir shit up and fuck shit up. I might just fast forward to when that happens, because really, like, the, these whorehouse scenes are just kind of boring. And now we're not even getting, like, the kinky rooms, but Kind-Hearted Brunette is now making out with Pee-Wee, so I'm, I'm glad that Pee-Wee's finally got something. And she's dragging him to a room. We're getting to see it on the webcam. So, Pee-wee's finally going to get some action, except I'm sure something's going to happen. And Pee-wee's going to get cock-blocked again. Because that's Pee-wee's life. But, slightly... um, Slightly taller, or slightly... I think the slightly less taller cool friend, because now he's talking about his big dick. And I'm pretty sure slightly less taller, cool best friend was uh, the big dick guy. So Tina Toppers is feeling him up and she's offering to take him to the room and they're going to get it on. Which I'm guessing he didn't have to pay. It's a freebie. And... Now we get to see the big dick in silhouette. And Tina Toppers, she's not afraid. I thought she was about to jump straight on it, but she jumped to making out with him. So, now slight, slightly taller, cool best friend is with Porky's daughter. I think, yeah, I think that's how I differentiate them. Slightly less taller one had the big dick. Slightly taller one is uh, with Porky's daughter. And Porky just pulled up in a car, and on the title screen it said, Porky's Revenge. Which, I mean, I'm guessing is a nice callback, because Porky's 3 was called Porky's Revenge, I believe. So now they've, Porky and the Bouncer have entered into the whorehouse, and shit starting. Bouncer's uh just trying to beat up everyone. You know, Pee-wee's just kind of there now. So did he or did he not um get it on with kind-hearted brunette? I I'm guessing he did. Um, and now Porky's daughter just showed up, and Porky's upset that his daughter's there, um, because he's thinking she's a whore, and she's telling him, no, she's not a whore, she's just running the whorehouse, and so now he's even more upset, because she's ruining his business, but really, I mean, she tried to help his business early on, and she did not want to 
he did not want to listen to anything she had to say. She could have saved Porky's. She could have made that Porky's whorehouse even better. But no, so... And apparently no one knew that she was Porky's daughter. Except for kind-hearted brunette. And she feels really bad about not telling them. So Porky and his daughter are having a sort of heart-to-heart. Um, he just admitted that his daughter is smarter and better than him. And, you know, he's upset that she's trying to take him, put him out of business. But I guess he just wanted a better life for her or something. I mean, but it, it looks like he's going to take her back into the business and let her help run Porky's whorehouse. And Porky's daughter is willing to go back to work for her dad on the condition that he gives back the money he took from when they tried to bang some whores and it did not happen. But it's the next morning and everyone's happy. They're counting their money. Pee-wee and kind-hearted brunette are snuggling. Big Dick, slightly less taller, cool best friend, is cuddling with Tina Toppers. And I guess it's, it seems like this is going to be a happy ending. Porky's daughter is counting the money, and she says that everything's good. Porky is not going to kill them. They've made $29,982, which everyone's excited, so I guess that is enough money for them to get the vases. And Oh, and they're not going to have to work for the rest of the summer. Happy ending. Happy ending. I was kind of let down. I was hoping for more shit to get fucked up with uh, Porky. But I guess Pee-wee's uncle... Oh, he just showed up early. It was supposed to be a couple days more, but he just showed up. And now everyone's gonna... Huh. So he... His uncle came back home because they were on an island where no one had clothes. But he brought back two women with him. But he overheard them talking about doing a party. And... Oh. Apparently, uh, his uncle knew about the vases getting smashed. Well, yeah, I guess it makes sense because he there and he overheard them talking so but his uncle's not upset about the vases being broken yeah so i guess uncle's not upset because he got laid while he was on vacation and so that did wonders for him i'm guessing he never got laid before because now he's a happy happy man
you know, th- this is, sending is just so, so, so anticlimactic. Just, and I take it back. I wish kind-hearted brunette did take her top off, but I'm guessing it's too late for that. Even though everyone's jumping in the pool, but. But, you know, I'm going to keep my word. I'm not upset that she never did. Um, apparently, now we're getting to find out what happened afterwards. Tina Toppers uh, wrote a thesis on slightly less taller guy's dick. And then slightly less taller guy, because uh, he has such a big dick, went on to star in the film Come Dog Millionaire. Which um sounds actually kind of disturbing and terrifying if you think about it. If it's a porn version of Slumdog Millionaire. And that movie was kind of fucked up. So I don't know if I w- would want to see a porn version of it. But I am glad that the name at least is a pun on the title. Because I hate how they just... You know, there was this whole trend... And I blame Hustler that should know better, but I get Hustler videos were releasing like their parodies, but it was always like, this ain't the Beverly Hillbillies, this ain't Happy Days, this ain't whatever. You know, where's the creativity? Now, slightly taller best friend, he decided to go to Hollywood. Um, Porky's daughter and, uh, kind-hearted brunette have opened up their own resort and Pee-wee is their dentist, which apparently brings new meaning to the phrase oral hygiene. That's what I said. This is not one of my jokes. Um, and Pee-wee's uncle has the clap. Huh. Porky and the bouncer got married. Was not expecting that. Um, and the credits tell me that I've been watching Pimpin' Peewee. And really, the end could not come soon enough. I just... Why? Why did I subject myself to this film? Although it did teach me a lot about myself. It teach me that, you know, just seeing boobs isn't enough for me to enjoy a film. Like, I need more than just gratuitous nudity. I need gratuitous nudity from characters I care about. So, fuck you, Porky. Fuck you, Pee-wee. Fuck myself for watching this.